Welcome to the Future Leaders Podcast, brought to you by CompTIA's Future Leaders Community. In this podcast, we talk to young leaders in the IT space and people working to bridge the generation gaps in technology. Welcome, everybody. This is a CompTIA Future Leaders Podcast. I'm Yvette Steele, the Future Leaders Community Leader, and you are about to enjoy an engaging conversation about advancing your career using a tool called an individual development plan. So for those of you who are not familiar with the term, you'll be more than versed by the end of our show today. So with me today are three technology industry leaders, Chris Babes from Lenovo Canada, Sharon Glicksman from Sharp Business Systems, and Alex Stanners of Bvoip. Uh, they are going to share some tips and best practices on using the tool, as well as the impact it has made on talent development and business goals. So before I turn the mic over to our guests, let me start by defining an individual development plan, or IDP as it's so often referred to. An IDP is a tool to organize and target your professional and personal development with the primary purpose to help you reach your short and long-term goals, as well as strengthen your current job performance by providing a structured approach. So let me kick this off by letting our listeners get to know you a little better. Let's have each of you tell us your name, your role, and how you've personally benefited from using an IDP. Why don't I kick this off with you, Chris? Sure. My name is Chris Fabes. Uh, work for Lenovo Canada. My responsibility is uh, I lead the overall Canadian reseller channel. And I've personally used an IDP in a variety of ways. One, as a listener, where you know, salespeople or individual contributors use it to speak to me, uh, or me speaking to those that are managing or developing myself. I think it's a, it's a great tool. It's one of those tools where it's uniquely about the person speaking and not about those observing them. It's an opportunity for those to set out kind of a framework or a storyline of, of how they view themselves, what they want at a personal and professional level, and it gives them the opportunity to um, kind of be very self-aware and plan for themselves, but also it gives them a forum to go ask for support. So I've, I've used it and, and been a user or user of, and I've also given it, and uh, it's, been, it's been fantastic. Interesting points you bring up there, Chris. Uh, Sharon, let's hear how you've been benefiting from an IDP. I'm Sharon Blixman. I run the Leadership Development and Training Program here at Sharp. I believe an individual development plan serves as a roadmap for your ongoing journey, regardless of your age or where you're at in your career. Perfect. Um, Alec, how about you? So my name is Alex Sanders. I am the Vice President of Business Development at Bevoip. So I'm responsible for our sales and marketing side of the organization. The IDP for me was something that really popped up and really surrounded three questions. Where are you? Where are you going? And, and where do you want to be? Uh, and for me, I think it's helped on both sides, both personally, right? I've done it myself. Um, but I also think it helped me open up lines of communication to my employees and understand you know, those three questions for them and uh, very much understand what their goals were and their aspirations and obviously help plan that for their futures and help them get there. Wow, that's a really good point uh, you brought up there, Alex. But, you know, by now I'm guessing that our audience may be wondering if there's a right or wrong way to complete an IDP. So please share your thoughts. Uh, let's start with Sharon this time. Well, the IDP is really just what I call a living document. It's something you should reference on a regular basis. It's not something you just fill out once and file away. 
And, and I couldn't agree with you more because as you, you, you change and evolve in your career, it may make sense for you to dust it off and start a fresh one. Alec, what are your thoughts on a right and wrong way to complete an IDP? Absolutely. I think the biggest mistake that a lot of people are going to encounter with this is just not giving enough time. Um, I think if you sit down and something you just kind of complete as if it's homework <laughs> for your business, that's a really quick way for you to, to use the wrong way. I think actually sitting down and taking the time to ask yourself the personal question of where do I really want to go? You know, Alec, that is an excellent point. I don't know about you folks, but my first encounter with an IDP was about 20 years into my career. Um, up until that point, I had just been pretty much winging it or, you know, going with gut feeling or intuition. Um, so, you know, after doing it that way for so long, why is it so important to create an IDP now or at some point in your future? You know, Chris, what can can you help us with that one? Yeah, and it takes me back to thinking, right? I've I've been doing this for for a little while, and and uh, I didn't have an IDP as part of the pure conversation until towards the latter half, I guess. And um, no matter what, I think it is important because we can. There's a lot of distractions that happen, and if we allow those distractions to control, you know, our career, which arguably takes up more than half of our time you don't necessarily have that that kind of direction or, or that balance that, that maybe you need. So I think it's important whether it's new to you or you've been doing it for a while that it becomes that, that living, breathing document as that kind of central point that you that you follow. And it's important to to look at it, review it, and um, understand that this is this is about you. This is about self assessment and commitments that you're making for you. Um, and it doesn't matter where you are in your career, no matter what level of experience you have. I absolutely think it's uh, it's part of the professional toolkit. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more because it's it certainly made a difference for me and from the time I started using it up until now. Alec, do you have something that you'd like to add? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, it's easy to get caught up in what we're doing in our day to day. I mean, the more you the more you move up, the busier your day seems to get. And it's really easy to just kind of lose yourself in that day to day. I think when we were younger, you know, you always had that idea of here's what I want to be when I grow up, whether it was a, <laughs> a bigger dream, like an astronaut when you were really young or, you know, a, a more re- realistic idea later on. I think everyone has that dream. And I think it's easy to stop, to kind of lose that and forget about it. Um, and, it, you know, adults don't always sit down and think about what do I actually want to be? Where am I in five years and 10 years? And where, where am I when I retire? What does that look like? And, um, you know, I think we think about it from a financial aspect, but never from the actual, you know, am I happy? What am I doing? Um, so I think that's where it's important. It doesn't matter if you're starting your career today or you're halfway through it. You know, I think it's always important to understand, you know, where you are and where you're going. Good points there. Sharon, you want to add something? Employees are asking constantly for professional development. And I feel like the IDP really helps employees identify their strengths and way to leverage those strengths. Oh, okay. Identifying them is important so that you know where they are and you can start to leverage them. And then knowing your weaknesses as well gives you areas to work on. So for sure. Now we've mentioned earlier that it's important that you update your IDP regularly. So what are some signposts indicating that it's time for an update? Who wants to take this one? So one of the signs indicating that it should be updated is as you achieve those milestones that you identified for your success, actions and tactics you need to take to get to that milestone or that level or that goal. Good points there. Chris, you were going to add something? 
Sure. So I, I agree with, with Sharon. It's good if you if you have committed to a milestone, review it, and then move on to the next. Um, and uh, additionally, I would say from, you know, what are the, the fence posts or what are the milestones? Overall, this this is custom to you, right? This is an individual uh, performance plan. This is how you develop. So based on um, your needs, maybe you have to look at it less often or maybe you have to look at it more often. It really depends. So this is, this is a document or a process um, that should never get dusty. And based on your needs, you should be able to build out how often you need to go and look at it and make adjustments. Um, you know, you can, you can post it uh, on things on your desk. You can put yourself a digital reminder, whatever it is. Um, just remember that this is commitment to yourself and no one else. And um, it really depends how important or what level of importance you put on that. And that will be really the indicator of, um, of what this does for your professional career. I couldn't agree with you more. I'd kind of like to switch gears a little bit at this point. But before I do that, let's pause for a commercial break. You can hear more expert information like this by attending ChannelCon in person. Over three inspiring days, you'll join top tech industry thought leaders and peers in vendor-neutral collaboration, learning, and partnership. Save the date for ChannelCon 2020, August 3rd through 5th in Orlando, Florida. So what about the value of an IDP to someone who's just launching their career, you know, say a student fresh out of school or somebody who's, you know, in between jobs and they're in job seeking mode? What's the value of an IDP to somebody like that? Alec? Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's a lot of different value points there. I mean, I think, first of all, it's stopping for a moment and saying, okay, here's where I am today. Whether you are in between jobs, you're just starting to look. Um, and I think taking the time to actually understand where do I really want to be, not just, you know, it's, I think that's going to help you from jumping into what's quickly available, right? And I mean, the best Steve Jobs, you know, one of my favorite quotes always was Steve Jobs saying, uh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, right? And I think finding that, that love, that passion is really important. I think this document can help you do it. I think for me and, and my team, I, you know, I, I said to them, stop and do it today. You know, if you've done one before, if you've never done it, if you've been more than six months, I think you should do it. And, you know, it's not a requirement for, for the business, right? I don't force them to do it, uh, but I gave it to them and I explained the value and I said, you know, I think this can really help you understand where you want to go and, and own it. So I think no matter where you are, it, it, it's important. I like that, Alec, when you said own it. Sharon, what are your thoughts on somebody that's just launching their career or in job seeking mode? Well, when you think about new talent launching their career, it's important to help them learn to focus and to build what I like to call a cadence, a habit. And if you're focused and you're in the moment and you're building that cadence up, then I believe it really helps them uh, move forward in what their goals are, where they want to go, and just keeping that focus. In today's environment, um, everybody is easily distracted and easily led down different paths. Pull that back out and bring back that focus, that roadmap that you're following because 20 years goes by and all of a sudden it's like, well, where did it go? So continue on that roadmap and stay focused. Uh, excellent advice. So I'm going to switch gears here a little bit um, and let's talk about the value of an IDP to an organization. We've been talking about it up until this point what it means to an individual and to individual performance, but what's it really do for an organization? So 
I'm going to give this next question to Chris. How have you seen an IDP used in your organization at Lenovo? Yeah, good question. And it's it's nice that we're flipping, I guess, to how the organization uh, sees it. And, um, you know, what I suggest is, is when we look at the feedback we get from the individual contributors, or you just talk to them, you know, over coffee or over lunch or, you know, just on the phone casually, there's always a need to express themselves from a career perspective. And generally speaking, it always ends up being, I wish we could have these conversations more often. And so often it's, it's ad hoc or it's based on relationships. um, And that doesn't give everyone the same opportunity to discuss their professional path. So by building this into I guess something where the organization supports it, it gives everyone that same opportunity to discuss with, um, so to speak, leaders um, that can help coach and assist and develop them to where they want to go. So I think by having that, um, that, that forum and kind of central process, it just allows for a certain level of consistency. It allows for people to look um, at the IDP process with with um, a positive lens. And um, I personally have seen it as a very good experience for myself personally. I've used it and I've benefited. And um, I take the pleasure of also helping others that take it uh, take it seriously as well. That's really good, Chris. And from a career development standpoint, when it comes to strategic planning, you're building your bench of future leaders, future talent because you're seeing where they want to go and the things that we as a company can do to help them get there. Also, not only helping employees grow, but really opening up the communication within business units um, is, is so critical. And I see the IDP starting to allow for that. And at the end of the day, really boosting the employee engagement and morale inside the company. Thank you very much. I'm going to move to the next question here. Alec, let's start with you. Can you describe, say, two to three ways to leverage an IDP if you're a manager working with direct reports? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first saw the IDP, I took it myself, took a couple days, and I knew right away that it was going to be valuable for me as a manager. So I rolled it out to my team um, and passed it over to my HR team with the suggestion that, honestly, this should be part of the onboarding process. For me, I felt like it instantly opened up that path of communication to understand that when you hire someone, it's a lot of focus on this job, this specific role, these specific tasks, and that's great, and that's what needs to be done at the time. That's how you get the person to the organization. But understanding their aspirations is going to help you on a lot of things from training purposes to, um, you know, where does this person want to move, and can I help them move there? Are they the right person for that role? Um, you know, I think in our lives, there's so much pressure to move up, move up, move up and do bigger and better things. And not everyone wants that or needs that. And understanding those people and, you know, having that IDP in front of you to say, okay, this is where this person wants to be. And they're so happy here. Great. Let's just help them flourish in that role. Or this person wants to be, you know, the next CEO. What, what can I, what can I do to help them get there someday? What kind of training can I provide or what uh, tasks can I put in front of them to help them build the skills that will eventually help lead them to, you know, that goal, that dream. It sounds like you're really engaged with your direct reports, Alec, and you really care about, you know, what their goals are and how you can help them get there. That's applaudable. Chris, do you want to add how you leverage an IDP as a manager working with direct reports? Sure, I can, I can add to that. 
And it's funny, if, if I go back, I wish I would have had an IDP from the first day I left school because I could actually look back and see what I wanted to be and where I've gotten to. And I'm pretty sure that path was uh, probably not that straight and it'd be, it'd be interesting. So uh, I'm almost envious of those that um, have started it uh, you know, prior to me and I look forward to maybe in five, 10 years hearing their thoughts. But as far as you know, how, how managing or as a manager managing people and how how it impacts the direct reports is I am a big believer kind of at my core that um, people are the lifeblood and people are the value of every organization. And if we treat everyone the same and we have the same conversation with every single person, no matter what their jobs are, no matter what where they are in their career and the business, we fail them, we fail the business. So having an IDP, it absolutely allows me and us managing direct reports the ability to have that unique, no compromising conversation with that person. And as long as we're willing to listen and truly commit to that person, their development, it's a huge benefit. I want to weigh in on that too and just talk a little bit about weighing in on um, ways to leverage from a manager's standpoint, even though I don't have any direct reports today, I think it's important to incorporate an IDP or sections of an IDP into conversations during monthly performance reviews. And the reason why I say that, when I look at some of the research statistics, companies who implement regular employee feedback have turnover rates that are 14, 15% lower than for employees who have no regular feedback. So in incorporating that discussion into these monthly performance reviews, I think will you know, impact turnover also. Wow, Sharon, thanks for sharing that statistic. That's something that I wasn't aware of and certainly adds value to an IDP as well. So I'm going to move on to the next question, and that's how does an IDP fit into your organization's strategic planning? Say, for example, if you were expanding into new markets, how would an IDP come into play there? Who would like to take this question? I'll actually take it if that's okay. For our organization, uh, I'm in charge of our international expansion. So for me, one of the things that pre-IDP I, I tried to bubble up was, you know, who's interested in that management experience? Who, who's looking to potentially lead new territory? For me, that's one that I'm always looking for. It's not easy to, you know, we, we do a lot of business now in the APAC region. And, you know, hiring out in Australia is not the easiest thing. I'm just 14 to 16 hours ahead of me, depending on, on which uh, coast they're on. You know, so coordinating that isn't the easiest thing. So understanding it on my team, is there somebody who has that drive, who has that want to be in that leadership role in, within sales or for a territory as a whole, definitely has helped me quite a bit. Understood. Chris, what about you? Yeah, I, I actually agree pretty much wholeheartedly with, with Alec. I don't have responsibility um, at, at a global level, so he's in uh, more of a unique situation and uh, sounds like he's got a pretty good um, kind of handle on that and I'm almost jealous right to hear some of your your thoughts and experiences Alec as far as for me because I agree with Alec I'm not going to add a ton but really it is around succession planning right making sure you've always got the right roles filled and if there is going to be a promotion or retirement or whatever reason for an employee to depart that role you've got to be ready you've got to be able to create that bench so that's one uh, maybe that's a look back perspective of IDP and the other piece is if you've got to build into the strategic planning and employees are at your core um, you've got to be able to recognize who wants what who's the right fit and be ready to make the required changes quickly and IDP is going to help you with that Sharon do you have any insights you'd want to share 
It's about the people. When it comes to an organization's strategic planning, it's about getting the right talent in place on the right seat on the bus. <laughs> uh, yeah, got to have the, the right feet on the bus. Last question, and I'm going to leave this open. Anybody who would like to jump in, by all means, please do. Tell me, what benefits has your organization reaped as a result of leveraging an IDP? I've passed out the IDP to various in- individuals. Um, it's still what I would call in the infancy stages as far as usage, and that bears more discussion. The value I see in leveraging this tool amongst everything else we talked about is helping everybody communicate a consistent message. I've been looking at other statistics, and there's some statistics out there that say often only 40% of employees actually know their company's mission and goals. So you can leverage this type of document to have dialogue around that consistent message across all business units. And that's, to me, how you can add value to the organization. That's a good point, Sharon. Thank you for sharing that with us. Alec, do you want to take us home with a final thought? Um, You know, kind of echoing Sharon, I think we are kind of in early days of it. I do plan going forward that any of our new employees onboarding should go through this. I think there's a little bit of accountability on the employee for it, right? If they want to actually take the time and separate themselves for a little bit and just kind of get it done over a few days, and really put some thought and feel into it, I think they're going to get a lot more value out of it. I think some will probably rush through it, as we talked about earlier on the podcast. But, you know, realistically, there is a ton of value in it. You know, and a lot of the things we touched on, you know, the getting the right people in the right roles, identifying the, the future leaders within your organization, you know, just helping people be happier. Like Sharon said, people who are communicating with, with more from, you know, instead of just annual reviews, getting those quarterly reviews, things like that all come back to this document. You know, if, if somebody leaves and I look back their IEP and I realize that they were in completely a different role than what they wanted to be in, then that's on me for not paying attention. So I think it, it just helps you really open up that understanding of who's in the organization and where they want to be. Well, that's a great way to end this podcast. So I'm just going to say, folks, we are out of time. I want to thank you for sharing some of your day with us. You can download your complimentary copy of the Future Leaders IDP by visiting comtia.org forward slash future leaders and then click on our resources page. And we look forward to having you our next podcast. And I want to say a special thank you to Chris, Sharon and Alec for your time today. It's been a pleasure having you and thank you for sharing your thoughts. Thanks for listening to the Future Leaders Podcast. CompTIA's Future Leaders community embraces the multi-generational workforce and provides tools and resources to build positive company cultures and help people navigate their careers in technology. For more on the Future Leaders community, visit comptia.org communities. CompTIA benefits provide members with a wealth of resources that, when leveraged, result in measurable impact, helping to grow IT businesses and careers. Become a member today at comptia.org register.